Yo, 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 what's good, what's good, what's good, what's good? We back, we back, the experts. You know it is, we, corona, corona running around, but we ain't taking a break. We gotta give you the big news, big sports news. You know what I mean? We had a big, 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 big trade. We get an NFL, so, you know, we just here to discuss some of the things that went down the past week, despite the little uh, closings that we had of certain sports, certain sporting events and all that. It's your boy Sanzo, Sanzo Mata. A.K. Dr. Sons. You know how to go. <laughs> yeah, this is your boy, CJ the X Factor. Coming to you from Studio Underground with the solid pods. Um, we live on Instagram. Um, shout out to everybody checking in on the solid pods over what is it, SoundCloud, iCloud, whatever cloud y'all be on. Um, we here. Uh, Bringing you the NFL. Only thing we're live right now is the NFL, honestly and truly. Uh, and the NBA just making reports of who all got corona. That's about it. But only the NFL live. The, the NHL just had one case. I guess they shutting it down. Um, What else? MLB. MLB have like two cases in minor league with the Yankees yeah. in Tampa Bay. But other than that, it's only the NFL right now. So this one could be short, sweet, and quick to the point. Send me them things again, cause I delete them on my thing. I want to give a big shout out, big shout out to Epic Stars before we begin. Epic Stars, you know, Epic Stars, they support you in all your, for the men, women, boys, girls, they support you in all your natural hair needs. So if you have natural hair styles, you you going on a natural hair journey, the natural Easter journey, hit up Epic Styles, comfortable, affordable prices. Follow them on Instagram, Epic Styles two four two. E-P-I-C-S-T-Y-L-E-Z-242. And look, if you just want a bucket appointment, don't be scared to hit the line. The line is 810-4001. So book your appointment, call, message, WhatsApp, whatever. Epic Styles, hit them up. Yo, and also shout out to the Bazaar and Co. Attorneys at Law, located on Har- what Harley Street off Royal Avenue. Just hit them up. They specialize in civil law, personal law, injury, property, wrongful dismissal, probate, family law, divorce, and adoption. Also, if you need someone to give you a little advice on that Rona, you know, if you need a lawyer to get out of that uh, little job bond when they want to pay you and stuff like that, hit up the Bazaar and co-attorneys at law. People who need to get the NIB checks, they don't want to cut them checks. They want to tell you you got to go home and take vacation and stuff when you didn't want to. Hit up Bazaar and co-attorneys at law. So let's jump into it, man. We had a big, big, big trade deadline. Well, not deadline. We had a big trade week. I'm um, in the NFL. You know, all other sports required on that front, but the NFL league was pumping. You know what I mean? And you had some big moves, not only trades, some big moves. We can save the biggest one uh, for later in the in the pod, but you, all, you already know what that one is. But let's just get started with um um an, a shocker to a lot of people. What did you think about the... Um, DeAndre Hopkins trade going to uh, Arizona. What you think about the Texans trading away DeAndre Hopkins for? I believe it was like a second round pick, and I can't remember the next piece, but it was there. But what did you feel about that trade? Well, like I tell people before, sports is much deeper than what you see on TV. It's a lot going on behind the scenes. So. Uh, you got a lot of issues with people who, with mixed personalities, you got millionaires. You barely could tell, I, I play a lot of sports and you, it's, it's free sports. You barely could tell people who come and do this for free, who volunteer to come and do this what to do. How you think you can tell millionaires what to do? There was a report coming out from, um, what is Michael Irvin or whatever, saying that DeAndre Hopkins and Bill O'Brien was, at odds because he had so much of the locker room and he had big influence in the locker room. And he also said that he don't like how DeAndre Hopkins always bringing the baby mamas around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, uh, that was... uh, you can trade away the best, arguably the best wide receiver in the league because he baby mamas want to come and support him. Arguably the best. I mean, that... it's two different baby mamas or yeah. three different baby mamas. The fact that he could get all of them there at one time should show that this man got his things in order. So I don't understand what's the big issue. But it also shows that, like I say, it's always underlying issues. When you see stars move, stars don't just move for money 
or this whole franchise thing. Oh, I won't play for the Yankees or I won't play for the Patriots or I won't play for the Lakers. It usually be more family oriented and sometimes personal views. And sometimes you try to figure out why a big star get released or a big star get traded. It just be a lot of behind the scenes. And it looked like in this instance, it was a behind the scenes thing where they said uh, DeAndre Hopkins wanted more money and he was about to hold out. And they just didn't want that drama because if he's holding out and he has so much say in the locker room, you could have a very negative effect on your whole team if you don't make a good decision. But at the end of the day, to me, it still was a bad decision because of what you got for him. That's that's what it all comes you down You basically to. got nothing for him. You got right. David Johnson, yeah. who was a good running back, but right now, the man let a dolphin come in and take your starting spot. Once a dolphin takes your starting spot, you should know yeah. he, ain't, he ain't really that good. Uh, and you send him to a team with a young quarterback and a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Larry Fitzgerald. Threats on the, on, oh, he, in the receiver. What ball. else you want? Um, that to me, that point right there is why it was a bad trade, right? I have no problem with them trading DeAndre Hopkins. I don't believe, well, let me not say I don't believe. Obviously, you can make a case he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. However, you could work around not having elite receivers, right? Teams have done it before. And Deshaun Watson is a good enough quarterback. They have a lot of weapons other than, than DeAndre Hopkins, probably not to his level, but they have... They have, some, they have a team in place where you could work around not having an elite wide receiver. Teams have teams have elite threats on the field all the time. You got the Browns, they got two of them, and they ain't really do nothing. So it's not like you they are necessary to win. And also then you talk about the contract standpoint. You got to pay the Sean Watson. You got to pay the left tackle. You know what I mean? Who they just acquired not so long ago. So, yeah, I understand. But if you just want to isolate the trade, which you should do, when isolating every trade, what did you get for him? Could you have gotten more for him? Stephon Diggs, they got a he get they got a first round pick for Stephon Diggs. Um, Vikings, they got a first round pick for him. You came away with a second round pick, and like you said, a dude who was good maybe a few years ago, ain't really a good player no more. You could have gotten more for DeAndre Hopkins, the the best receiver in the game, arguably. You could have gotten more for him, so. That was a bad trade, but it's another reason why I, I don't believe, um, and with Bill O'Brien being the coach and the general manager, I always tell people, there are reasons why there are different rules in sports. A coach and a general manager, to me, that combination almost never works out because a coach could truly believe he could win with anybody. That's the, that's the pride that they have inside themselves. So a coach would trade away his best player if his if it's him and his best player wasn't getting along. But it's up to the general manager to say, hey, guess what? That ain't the smartest idea. Let's not just trade him away for nothing. Let's maybe make sure we could get something for him. So when you're wearing both hats, I always say it's a tricky situation wearing both hats. I believe that's a situation that you can see right now just the effects of that. Well, my thing is I... I I don't agree with the trade, but for a whole totally different reason. I don't care about all that. No. My thing is, like I say, it's it's more than what's on the field. At the end of the day, we look at it as fans, as sports. And we look at uh, this competitive thing and this and that and the next. You know what they care about, to be honest with you? Butts and seats. That's all they care about. They could lose. I don't care what team go 0-16, oh, 1-15. These guys care about revenue. Why you think now if, oh, the fans can't come and watch, oh, we can shut down. You think they can say, oh, well, let's just quarantine our NBA players or our NFL players and let's keep going. Yeah, I don't care how good you is, big brother. You ain't stepping on that field if you nobody paying to come in here and watch you. So at the end of the day, my thing is, I keep in DeAndre Hopkins regardless because... I need butts and seats. I have a whole stadium I got to pay for. I got salaries I got to pay. People just come in to see which, what catch he can make next, what play he can make next, what Deshaun Watson can do with him. That's from a GM and an a owner mindset. That's what they're looking at. 
Now, yeah, the coach might be thinking a little different, and he's trying to build his legacy so he could get more money. St- still runs down to money because he wants to be uh, highest paid or whatever when you win. But at the end of the day, if I was a GM, I keep in Hopkins regardless. Exactly. So and the only way I trade him is I get someone else to put butts in seats. Exactly. And that's the point. When you when you have that GM who have that coach's mindset still and who is a coach, then he ain't necessarily thinking with the mindset that he's supposed to have. A coach is supposed to be able to coach whoever they play on the field. Yeah. A GM is supposed to be thinking, <laughs> let's put the best product on the field. Let's put the butts in seats like you're saying. So when he let his ego get to the best of him because him and DeAndre Hopkins had their issues, although Hopkins denied it. They had their issues. You now let your ego get the best of you and say, you know what, I could, tr- I have the power to trade him. So let me do that because I can trade him. I don't want to coach him anymore. I but, can trade him. Well, the proof is always in the button. So at the end of the day, Bill O'Brien hasn't won nothing since he's been in Houston. And... He just give away the best wide receiver, so you you more than likely ain't gonna win nothing in Houston regardless. So I looking for this to actually be his probably last go round with them because at the end of the day, it's only so much you would take, and it's only so much your fan base can take. Cause like I said, it's still all boils down to the fans. I don't care how much the owner loves you and he gives you all that power. If you starting now to turn the fans off, cause now the fans starting to ask. Oh, so how could you trade Hopkins for nothing? You're going to have a problem next year because now the fans can say, okay, get rid of Bill O'Brien. They can start protesting or they can stop coming to games because they don't want this coach coaching their young superstar quarterback and whoever else is on the field when they have a wide-open division. You don't have the Jacksonville team anymore. You don't know what Philip Rivers is going to bring to the Colts. So it's like that division is wide open. you got to take advantage of that while you can. But that trade was foolishness. Um, I saw on the news when this was yesterday or day before that uh, the mayor in Buffalo was telling people not to celebrate in mass crowds the fact that one, Brady left, and two, that they got Stefan Diggs in one of the biggest trades of the offseason so far. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, how do you all, how, how do, how do, how do the Bahamian Dolphin fans feel about this? Because it was, I, I'm a Patriot fan. Let's get that out of the way. But the thing is, how do these Dolphin fans around here feel after 20 years of cut up? Everybody was saying, oh, when Tom Brady retire, the Dolphins can take over this division. Oh, we only waiting for Tom Brady to retire. Oh, when the Patriots stop, it could be our time. Now the year, Tom Brady finally leaves the AFC East. Buffalo run wild. Because first of all, they didn't make the playoffs last year before they had Diggs. Now you about to put a top seven, top ten wide receiver with Definitely a young quarterback yeah. and ain't even come to the draft yet. So we don't even know who they can pick up in the draft between a couple, maybe a solid running back because they got to replace um, Frank Gore. They got to get probably a couple other pieces on defense. They already have a good um, secondary. They just need a few linebackers and stuff to chip in. And what you can do with Buffalo? Yeah, I looking for Buffalo to go like twelve and four. They have a good chance to get to to twelve games this year. Um, they had a very impressive, very impressive year last year. I was down on, I was down on their quarterback for a lot. Um, 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 I guess the year before last. Um, but. Nah, you look at them like you say. They made a they made a good run last year. Now you add Stephon Diggs, who again he just, you had to trade a first round pick to get him, but he's worth that. Um, Tom Brady out the out the AFCs. So, I mean, other than we know the AFC is the toughest conference in football, but you now looking at a at a at a at a legit, like, I wouldn't say wide open because Kansas City is still at the, the top. The AFC was the toughest. toughest. You, you don't think they're still the toughest? How? You think you the NFC is the toughest? You just get Brady going to the NFC. Oh, man. See, nah, you, just nah, get, you still get We Breeze. ain't want to touch on you Brady yet. You coming back. You we, still got the 49ers coming back. We Only want, really okay, two so teams you, in the AFC. You talk about the oldest. And that's Baltimore and that's Kansas okay, City. Them two. Give, give me two more. They And they prime. 
That's two. They they them two DMs, them two DMs, and they prime running. We don't know how Brady can look for this Buccaneers team. <laughs> we don't know how Breeze can look coming back. You talking about the the two oldest quarterbacks in the NFL? You know, you know what you talking about that, right? We know how Breeze look. He ain't like Breeze going to a new team. We know how Breeze can look in our offense. You talking about the two oldest quarterbacks in the NFL? It doesn't matter. Right? That, that don't mean nothing. Age is undefeated. But we get you get to Brady them. We get to Brady them. Don't worry. Oh, we, got, we got plenty to talk about with Brady them. Plenty to talk about that. But um. I do think the, Buff- the Buffalo Bills can make a good run. Um, I-, I like their squad. I like their squad starting off. And, and-, and I think, um, yeah, it was a good move. It was a good- I don't see the downside of that move at all for Buffalo. For- Did you like that trade um, for the Vikings? Did you like that trade? Um, they, 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 they made off good. Um, I, like I said before, and I'll say it always, I always go with the team that got the superstar. All that, even in the NBA, I don't believe in all that or draft picks and all that. Yeah, we don't know what you can get. Plenty number one picks have been bust, like your boy Mark Elfold. But uh, he playing good, by the way. Let's not go number on. one good, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in that. Oh yeah, get a good first round pick, second round pick, third round pick. Them fellas last in the league about two years, three years, and some of them you can't never hear from again. When you get a superstar, a bona fide superstar, just like what LA did with uh, Anthony Davis, you get a bona fide superstar now. You could win now. You know what you're getting from this player now. Points, rebounds, arguably an MVP, arguably a defensive player of the year. You know what you're getting now. Them picks what they give up to, to, to New Orleans, they late round picks. If Lakers is number one, that means your pick can be number 28, 29. Who you can find in, a, in, in this type of draft, especially with that team to go around, certain players who got to be pampered like Lonzo Ball and 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 Anthony Davis. I mean, um, what do you name? Zion Williamson and stuff who you got to pamper so much. But, I mean, one of five players always worth more than picks. Uh, I think a lot of people need to realize that. One of five players always worth more than picks. I think you should only trade a bona fide star when the situation is not resolvable, like what it was with Andy Davidson. To me, you couldn't resolve that situation. He didn't end up rich ball and getting the air talking foolishness. So um, you couldn't resolve that situation. That, that, was, that was unresolvable. So at the end of the day, I understand why that trade had to happen. Now, on the, on the, when we're talking about football, it's the same concept. And basically, and um, football is even even worse because at least it's even it's a bigger pool to choose from. So you got plenty swing and miss in football. Exactly. You got look at Trubisky. Trubisky, they rather trade for next folds than to keep a young number two pick. This was your that, number two pick that you nah, got in the draft. Nah, that's crazy to me, though. That's crazy to me. You think? Look at Baker Mayfield. Look at some of these fellas. Um, RG Tree. Look at a lot of these fellas who. Didn't turn out to be what people thought they was well, going to be. RG3 had a good rookie season, though. That's it? You give all that he, hype for uh, one year? He, he, it's, 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 more, it's more so injuries. It's more so injuries. But um, he had a decent rookie season. Mm, that's part of the game. That's yeah. why I say football is a even But it's, it's a hit or miss. miss. It's a hit or miss. When you have young players, it's a hit or miss. People don't understand how hard it is to groom a superstar. And how hard it is for you to get to that level. People don't understand, and then you have to consistently play at that level as well. How much play? How much players in every sport had one or two good years, and then all of a sudden they fall off. They in the same player that they was in their prime. To be consistently good, you cannot overvalue that, in my opinion. To be consistently good, and you know it's a shame so many GMs fall for the okie doke. You know they try to trade the proven star player for the future the first round big stuff like that it's a shame so much gms fall for that but you know it is what it is that's the world of sports well that's a, that's that's you, at the same time it's still a buyer's and seller's market at the end of the day you trying to get rid of someone and it's it's the highest value like what else do you want me to give you so but they made out good fam yeah they get they, they, they got a good trade they, they got a good return that's better than i could say about hopkins trade hopkins trade oh, like course. i say was Hopst- just hopkins was a giveaway was i mean that horrible. was just terrible um so how do you feel speaking about that how do you feel about nick Foles going to uh the bears trash um 
My thing with, with, with certain people, and so, like I say, it's. I surprised. He's more, the first quarterback really moved after the Don Brady stuff. Because going. it's more off the field issues than on the field issues. I keep telling people this. I always look at the bigger picture. The only reason they trade for Nick Foles is because the guy who was in the Chicago Bears organization coached Nick Foles when he was with the Eagles. So it's like, you ain't even trading to say, oh, I trading for the best player. Because obviously Cam Newton is out there. You ain't trade for him. Exactly. Obviously, y'all let Marcus Mariota gone. You ain't try and get him. And if Marcus Mariota gone to the Raiders, you could get David Carr or Derek Carr. Simply. Like, all these guys you could get, but why? You won't go for Nick Foles, who gone to the Jaguars, stink it up. He had a couple good throws, a couple good games. But uh, one, number one, he was injured. And number two, he stink it up. He's, he's, and then on top of that, now you want... You want to go and get Nick Foles, an older quarterback. First of all, you have a young, number two, pick quarterback. Who you trying to breed and groom to be your next franchise quarterback? Who you just was gassing up last year. And you can go and now put him behind because you ain't going to bring in Nick Foles you with just... that big contract to tell him he must sit behind Travitsky. So no, my thing is, if I was Travitsky, I was going to... Definitely, this is the perfect time to monitor it because he ain't like Chicago going nowhere. I mean, he get out of there. He could try to monitor it, but he ain't no guarantee. He get yeah, he's getting out of there. But I mean, I understand though. Like, go to Denver or something. Go to Miami. Go to a team that need a starting quarterback. I understand him. One out, definitely. I mean, you they bring in Nick Foles' corpse to replace you. Sorry, that that don't make no sense. He's still living off that Super Bowl reputation from a couple of years ago, and and I think. You know, at the end of the day, teams have to figure out what do they value. And I understand, I sort of understand why they made the trade. At the end of the day, they feel as if they probably have a team that's ready to compete for something bigger. And they needed to upgrade a quarterback. Cool, but like you say, better quarterbacks out there, bro. You know what I mean? You didn't have to pull the trigger on that. And better and younger quarterbacks out there as well. So is Nick Ford's a team that could grow this core? You have a really good defense, an elite defense. Right? You got some things going, but is Nick Foles a quarterback that could take you over the hump at this stage of his career? One fluke so. one fluke Super Bowl and, and now he's he, he's a super with a really good Eagles team. Fluke right. Super Bowl. That's the only thing would keep Nick Foles in the league now. And that's the only thing would keep Eli Manning in the league for the past five years. When they when you win Super Bowls over certain people and uh, in in certain stages of your career. It tends to keep you floating much longer. It's almost like Vince Carter in the NBA. We all know these last two to three years. There's no way Vince Carter is supposed to be making NBA rosters, taking up a roster spot from young from, from young fellas in the NBA. But the man is a Hall of Famer. The man has done so much in the career that it's almost like you give him an honorary spot. But so like we like we like to say, it's a lot of politics going on yeah. behind the scenes, and people don't really realize that when they watch sports. If you was a G leaguer. Right, and you balling for the fifteenth spot with Vince Carter. Who you think they giving the spot exactly. to? Exactly. At times you know? probably killing him in practice. You could be killing him, but the optics would say we can't cut Vince Carter. He's a legend. Exactly. So, I I've been saying Vince Carter need to retire because he's taking a spot from a young person who's probably more deserving of it. That's just my opinion. But you know, everybody or everybody like the nostalgia or whatever the case may be. And he's yet playing time. I don't even understand that. Exactly. So, at the end of the day, the young dudes coming up. You know, what I mean, they got to do their thing, but. I say that to say, even with Nick Ford's situation, there are people who are more deserving. But if you have a a, a cash behind you, you have a name behind you, you know, you have your face good to certain circles. Like you say, you, he was coached by a dude inside the organization. Then you will get that. Well, it's the same thing what just happened with the Colts. Like, you're all going out. You First of all, you lose Andrew Luck. Unexpectedly, though. You can't really blame him for that. Well, Liam Boy, tell you a big little soft quarterback. I never did like. I like his. I like his. his you like his, his game. You can't yeah, say I like that. his, like his game, game, but I didn't like it. I never liked his mentality. I always thought he was too soft. His attitude was. I don't know. Yeah, but I he been through he was a lot too of injuries. Soft, a guy who was that uh, stocky and and big. I always thought he played too soft. But anyway, you got a guy, Philip Rivers, who's almost forty, coming to the Colts now. When you have Jacoby Brissett. Who, first of all, you trade for, gave up picks for, comes in, lights up the team, carries you all to the playoffs, and now you can bring in an older guy, pay him more money 
You don't even give Brissett this big raise. You resign Brissett and give him an average quarterback thing. And you come and bring in an old, declining quarterback. All this money. So it's like, why, why Philip Rivers there? It have to be some behind the scenes that someone he know wanted him in Indianapolis. Because my thing is, I don't. Philip Rivers couldn't give you a ring in his prime. Philip Rivers <laughs> couldn't make it to the Super Bowl in his prime and yet with the Chargers with Ladanian Tomlinson, one of the greatest running backs of all time. The man scored twenty eight touchdowns in one season. Twenty eight. He has the record. You are the the best running back who's have the record for most touchdowns in one season, and you couldn't win a Super Bowl. And now you can drag his old hip into Indianapolis, and to do what? I don't understand. He have Keenan and Allen, and he couldn't do nothing. The, yeah, the man had uh, the best, some of the best tight ends all his career. Antonio Gates, like what the hell? Why are you gonna bring him there? Like, what is the benefit of bringing um 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 Philip Rivers there? It's a difference of when you got a Breeze who's still. In the top of the league when it comes to passing yards, even though he's yeah, older. It's, it's, it's a difference of when, a when the Broncos brought in Peyton Manning. Even though his last year, they carried him to the championship. Yeah. When they first brought him in, the man break the yards per season and the touchdowns per season record in 2013 with the Broncos. But, so it's like, what you bringing Philip Rivers yeah, there for? But even with Peyton Manning, right? Even though he broke down his last year, his last year um, playing there, even and they won the championship. It's, I think it's worth it if you have a quarterback, a veteran quarterback, who's been there before, and you feel as if his experience will get you over the hump. Been, been, been where? That, I talk about Peyton Manning, in Peyton Manning's case. That's my point. I don't but know with Philip Rivers... I don't know what Philip Rivers come there for. I don't understand the 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 the, the appeal, because where he been? Where he been? He ain't been there. He can't navigate you nowhere. Even with Nick's forward situation, I can understand that a little bit more than Philip Rivers' situation. My thing is, so, he, he, can give you, he can give you the hype in him. I'm saying Philip Rivers can come there and stink up he's, those he's, No, he's steady. He's he can steady. come there and give you a couple good games. He's a, he's a steady but quarterback. when you see that playoff time come, you can get my straight down. I just think you need to aim for something higher. He's steady, though. I ain't getting, I, don't get me wrong. He's a, a steady quarterback. He's a good quarterback. But I just think if you, you know, if you're in a cold situation, you probably need to aim for something better than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously. I mean, so, that was a, a waste of Sign money. Another 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 news. So, you know, my boy, they got my boy in the trading block. You know what I mean? He asked for a trade. Oh boy. Know? And he said he was forced. First of all, he never asked for a they trade. They all ungrateful swines. They don't say down in, in in Carolina. They they force him. First of all, wasted to, to seek a trade. This was the prototype quarterback of all time. 6'5", 250, could run. This man have speed of a wide receiver in the 40-yard dash. This man has a vertical. This man has everything. His nickname is Superman. This man was in a car crash on a Friday and played with two broken vertebrae on a Sunday for y'all stinking people. And y'all can come and tell him to seek a trade. And sign Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> and this is why I don't blame no player except LeBron for leaving <laughs> when you have to. Teddy See the difference why I don't why I don't give LeBron that slack? Because LeBron could go anywhere and make top dollar. He didn't have to go to the Lakers. He didn't have to go to the Heat. The difference with these fellas is, but when it's time to get out and go for the big contract or go to where you want to go, go. If you ain't that elite Pampa, like how LeBron was and how, well, Tiger Woods in his prime was like, when you're in that elite media Pampa, big man, when it's time to get out, it's time to get out. But like this, when you're in, you, you, some great players have gotten traded. But like you say, when you're in Le, LeBron, I think he gets a lot more flock, not to switch over completely to basketball, but I think he gets a lot more flock because he is a player who you know, if the team have a choice, they ain't trading him. Ain't no team stupid enough to trade him to just say, okay, let me just get it. Because you're not going to get back equal value for LeBron unless you get back a star player and another star player. If you just get back a star player and some draft picks or whatever, chances are the player ain't as good as LeBron, like to be quite frank, right? So that's the reason why he's getting away with that kind of stuff. To the point about what they doing to Cam Newton, 
they doing that man dirty. Yeah, man. Dirty, dirty, dirty. You're wrong. They come out and say he asked to be treated. He comes out and replies to him and said, I did not really ask to be treated. They already had Bridgewater signed. Y'all had forced me to seek this position. Because they already had their quarterback signed. Y'all been telling me from last year that y'all pushing me away from the team and y'all wanted Kyle Allen to be good so bad. So bad so y'all could get rid of him. And now then Kyle Allen showed that he really ain't all of that. Now y'all already had the contract and it works for Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, man. Y'all, 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 ain't, y'all ain't right. And then you could come up with a press release and talk about, oh, we thank y'all or whatever the case may oh, be. We hate it had to come to this. She mean you hate it had to come to this? That's why I tell fellas. And I glad the league on both leagues, NBA and NFL, where players now start to determine where they want to play. Because, my Lord, like I say... I, I like playing mobility. It ain't, it ain't much, much fellas I give slack for, but Cam Newton, I ain't lie. They do that man dirty. It's it, not just them doing them dirty. It's the fact that y'all waste the man prime. That was literally the prototype quarterback no one I've ever seen had the physique and the build to be the all-time greatest quarterback of all time more than Cam Newton. The man came out of Auburn, a champion. The man came into the league, prime. I'm talking about yeah. a, a, a young, phenom superstar. Break the records. man has been the MVP of the NFL, even when people didn't like him. Even when people say, oh, Cam has run too much. He turned into a pocket guy, sling the ball around. Oh, Cam throwing the ball too hard. Okay, he take a little heat off it. This man was playing with, what is this? Benjamin? Kevin Benjamin. He had all type of fellas you didn't even know was fellas. You didn't even know was in the league. Who blamed him for his demise and now Kevin Benjamin, what are you doing now? Exactly. Bunch of foolishness. So, like, Cam Newton was literally in line. If he went to the right team, the right organization, and the right system, Cam Newton could have been the greatest quarterback of all time because he had the arm, he had the head, and he had the legs. He could beat you running. Throwing, and he could beat you in the mind games. Yeah. He, he, he. To me, I think people really forget how good he is, and I think he got a mind. People to say when he go, whatever team he goes, so he obviously needed a fresh start, other than inside Carolina, and which is why I'm glad that a trade is about to happen soon. Yeah, come to the um, Patriots game. Um, but you spe- got a spot open. Speaking of which, you know, I've been a, a Patriots slander for years. You know what I mean? I mean, and, listen, man, you know, mad, you know ain't what no your wagon. You know what you're right. We ain't no bad wagon. You know your There's one thing about the Patriots fans, we've been taking flack for 20 you know years. Our bandwagon been the smallest for 20 years because even though we was win, people still didn't bandwagon so, with us because they hated us. Two things happened so over. don't come now. Nah. Two things happened over the past week that made me really, um, you know, Feel as if this needs to happen, right? Obviously, Cam seeking a trade, right? And the number one thing, obviously, the man who I have slandered so much for years is no longer a Patriot. So, my hate for the Patriots organization is not as strong anymore. You know, Gronk is in uh, there. We, we don't know that. Brady is in there. Only Belichick is there. I believe, right? Cam Newton's best fit is in New England. I find that unlikely to happen. I do. I I've been hearing a bunch of things about Andy Dalton. Right? Oh, listen, man. I believe that that's more inclined to happen. A bunch of crap. Than Cam. I think Cam is a little left field. But if that was to happen, the possibilities and Bill, with Bill Belichick and Cam Newton, boy, listen, that would be endless. I mean. Difference is, Cam got to get his head right. Cam got to figure out what he want. If you want money, don't come to the Patriots, big brother. Because we can keep you on that last year of your contract, and next year, you can get all type of incentives and bonus, and you got to work for your money. Now, if you want to get your family straight, and you ain't care about being the greatest all the time, and you just want to get the bag, you better go to the, to the Chargers. You better go to Denver. You better go someplace else. But if you want to... Build a legacy, and if you want to get revenge on the NFL and get back to MVP form and actually carry a team to the playoffs and actually feels what it is to have 
I mean, they went to the Super Bowl, but obviously after that first play, and I snapped that ball, you snapped an Enzo, y'all, y'all can... Y'all can possibly think y'all still gonna win. He wasn't. He wasn't so, ready for the moment. If yet. you want to feel how it is to actually feel like you have a chance at winning a Super Bowl, come to New England. And and the thing with Cam is, it should also be about extending his career. Like we know, in the Patriots' offense, he would be put in positions to where he doesn't have to put that much strain. Running, we know how out I wouldn't say injury prone, but we know how susceptible to injuries his play style is. We know Bill Belichick could take the best advantage of how to use his strengths, and also still play to a way where guess what? We ain't gonna put you out there to get hurt all the time. We ain't gonna put you out there to risk um, further injury. So for me, I feel as if the pass is the best option when you talk about like you say competing, extending your career. And getting the most out of the rest of your years. And I think it's a win-win for both sides. He's the most talented board, talented um, QB on the board. Talented QB available right now. Uh, Patriots just lost that um, Tom Brady. You fill a hole with a talented QB. And you figure the rest out from there. No, he's not the typical Patriots quarterback. But at the end of the day, you have the greatest coach of all time. You have a proven system that can adapt the talents, and you make it work from there. Now, I do think the Chargers would be a next a next option. Um, they got some weapons down there. So I do think that would be an interesting option as well. But I can't pay it for the Patriots. I feel as if that, um, it's not a match made in heaven, but it's definitely a lot of possibilities that that offense could have. Well, like you say, Cam, Cam got to figure out what he do. If, if I was him, honestly and truly. Um... I had forced them to cut me, so it'll be much easier to, for you to make your decision. It all depends on If you want fella trade for you, I can be real with you. Because they know, number one, the next quarterback already signed. Number two, you have to come out. Everybody in a low ball. I ain't giving y'all no number one pick. I ain't even giving y'all the number two pick. I probably ain't even give y'all a third round pick because I know you have to let him go. Why I giving you number three, uh, a third round pick for or higher? And I know if he does decide to stay or whatever, y'all gonna have to cut him because Teddy Bridgewater done signed for three years. So my thing is, but listen, I can tell you, cool. I can take this little fifth round pick and one little rookie running back or one little rookie linebacker I got, or we'll wait it out and then we'll just bid, have a bidding war. But I ain't giving up no big assets to get Cam Newton, not because of his talent. Because he's very talented and he's still no. a, a, a very good quarterback. You gotta look at the position. But I ain't giving it because I don't have to. No, I, and that's the thing. You gotta look at the position with Carolina in. They done in a position where, okay, they have to trade Cam Newton. They didn't. They didn't destroy the relationship so much that basically you can't go in the next season with with him on contract on your team. So you have to trade him now. And the worst thing they did was sign Teddy Bridgewater. To make it known, guess what, that we moving forward with this person, but, but before even trading Cam. Because if you don't trade Cam, at least you could make it known to other teams this is a relationship that could always be repaired. But what, now that you signed Teddy Bridgewater, other teams already know, okay, they 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 trying to get rid of him. They're desperate to get rid of him now. So you can lowball him, and they may have to make a move, depending on what it is. Yeah, so best option is to cut him, because at the end of the day, even with a trade, your trading go through and tell um, a physical and because guys have separated and no one could go to team facilities even trading for Cam right now he ain't gonna make sense cause you don't know he coming off an injury he have to pass a physical and yeah, you can't do a physical with him so it's almost like it's almost impossible for you to trade for Cam right now you just gotta be winging it for, for, for someone to trade for Cam right now that'd be something the Dolphins would do like they'll just wing it and say yeah we'll take him now and then when we could get to see him, we'll see him. You're like, yeah. what? Like, <laughs> really? And some teams would do that. Only some teams, only like some, the Dolphins or the Jaguars or something, they'll take that. that risk and just do crap. They already like know we ain't getting a player close to this type of player in, in our lifetime. We could take a chance. Not, you might feel a chance. You might feel it. But certain teams, they ain't care about all that. They're going to take that chance regardless. And they can let the chips fall where they may. If I, was, I mean... Knowing that the Patriots don't have a quarterback, 
If I was the Dolphins, I'd make a very good run at Cam. Just due to the fact that, okay, you know the Patriots are going to be significantly weaker next season. And you got to keep up with the Bills. You have a... Now, I see him building this defense. He keep trying to build. I don't care what people say with all this defense, winning championships and all that crap. You still got to put points up. You got, you need a good You could stop the ball 99 times. If that team scored one touchdown and you on the other side ain't get none, just it could happen. Just like well, how the Patriots win the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is what, 10 to 3? <laughs> Tom right. Brady couldn't friggin' score to save his life. But we get that run little one running touchdown and we hold the the, the high powered Rams to three points and now it's game. Listen, you I, I tell people all the time and I just I just had a discussion about this today. If you telling me that defense and offense are weighted the same, you lying to yourself, bro. All us play sports before. Defense and offense are not the same, bro. Defense for people who can't. <laughs> my philosophy the, is defense for people who can't play offense king. <laughs> uh, uh, defense, <laughs> that was always my philosophy. De- defense is important, but they don't, the game does not over when I have more steals than you or I have more blocks exactly. than you. The game over when I have more points than you. Just like football. That's how no, we determine the winner. Because it's turning to be great cornerbacks and great safeties and great linebackers. That's because they can't catch the ball. When you can't catch the ball as a wide receiver, then they put you on defense and say, oh, yeah, but you could ball hog good. You could get in position good. It's just that when the ball touch your hands, you get bricks. So you know what? Use them brick yeah. hands to bat balls down on the other side of the yeah. field. And, and I mean, again, you're a bad player. No. And that don't mean as if you're not an integral player. It's just player. that defense. It's just that it's only so far things can carry you. It's like a 60-40. I'd yeah. say 60-40. I'd probably say 60-40. I'd probably say 60-40. You, go, you can need defense. You can need it. But that offense go old way to defense. You can need that offense. And, and I, when you have a transcendent offensive talent, which Cam has the potential to be, when you have an offensive threat like that, that could do so much different things for your offense. And so much different things in terms of wins that you would be surprised. We just saw an example in the Super Bowl. Um... Um, Kansas City was fighting back almost the entire game. This this basically shut down for almost the entire game. One flurry. One flurry is all they needed to blow the game open and win the game. That offensive threat. That's that's having that is so important, especially in, in football. Having a good quarterback is so so important. And even having a quarterback who could play one good game in the Super Bowl, that's even more important sometimes. But Speaking of great quarterbacks, you get to the story of the day with it, which which shocked everybody's oh everybody's week. I don't know uh, why the shine has decided to put the highlight at the end of the show. You know, he supposed to put the highlight at the beginning of the show. No, no, we we yeah, talk about this because this must be thing this at the nest. This might stretch, but if you <laughs> this might stretch out. He's stretching that. At the end of the day, the greatest of all time is now on the move. To reportedly, nothing signed, nothing sealed, but reportedly he's heading to the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, First of all, let's start with him leaving. Were you surprised by him leaving the Patriots? Um, surprise? I wouldn't say surprise. It's almost like a. I don't know. It's like a weird feeling. Like you know, if you stay, you stay. If you go, you go. It almost like uh with me it was an in between. It was like, okay, if Brady stay, I didn't want him to stay if he wasn't gonna do nothing with him. And from I saw, okay, you let DeAndre Hopkins go on for nothing. You ain't trying to make that trade. Especially with Bill O'Brien, who came from the Patriots and that's your boy. He should have been the you should have been the first one on this line saying, Hey, you giving away a player, send him here so we can mm-hmm. keep Tom Brady. You let that go on. You let the Bills get digs. You Diggs wanted to, Diggs was throwing up hints for like two years now trying to get out there. You ain't trying to make no effort. You letting all these free agents just walk around freely and loosely. And you ain't even trying to surround Tom Brady with top talent at this stage in his career. I I honestly was like, okay, if he does come back, y'all better blow the bank. Y'all better carry on like Jerry Jones. And from 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 my story wasn't doing that, I was like, boy, it's best for him to find a situation and go to a team that either has those pieces or are going out to get those pieces. Because even if he came back, honestly and truly, it was just 
for the legacy part of it. Just to say, oh, Tom Brady will retire, Patriot. I, I yeah. couldn't say, honestly, with that same team that I felt we was a championship contender. This Playoff contender, maybe, because we in a lousy division. And y'all did win 12 games last not, year. Not a championship yeah. Super Bowl contender. Right. So I felt pretty at ease. 20 years is a good run, man. I, that's that's like two-thirds of my life. I, I, I had a good run of 20 years of dominance and... 17 division, you know, 17 division championships over, over 20. Like, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I feel pretty good. That's why people ask me, Dolphin fans, I was like, bro, if y'all still is hang on to y'all undefeated season back in 1972 or 73, and y'all still is bring that up to this day and talk, but that's why y'all so proud to be Dolphin. Why should I be ashamed <laughs> of my six-time Winning uh, in twelve in in, in in twenty years, my greatest greatest all time quarterback, my greatest all time coach, my tight ends, Teddy Bruski, like we have Hall of Famers straight across the board, even our down to our two kickers, Adam Vinatieri is our kicker and he gained the Hall of Fame. So we had Hall of Famers all across the board. Why should I feel bad that all oh, now the Patriots gonna fall off the cliff? Be like okay. They might not. I still don't think they can fall off the cliff. They nah. still Belichick and Inga just fade away. But trust yeah, me, here's the thing. I don't. You got to record all your games and practices to cheat and beat you. Belichick can win five hundred at least I next got, season. I'm glad you mentioned the cheating part. But we we, we go with that. Every team is to it. We go with that. Just like nah, baseball. Here's the thing. I don't think the Patriots can necessarily fall off as long as they get someone sorted at their quarterback. People got to remember. Tom Brady played like an average quarterback last season. And they won 10, 12 games. So it's not as if they could just be, they could yeah. suck. When Tom Brady wasn't there. You know what I mean? In 2008, when I watched him blow his knee, the Patriots gone 11 and 5. Yeah. So it's like, really? It's, it's, it's not like when, as if they could suck. When he was on suspension and Garoppolo start, the Patriots went 3 and 1. So it's like, even when Tom Brady in there, the Patriots have a winning record. They, they can find a way to win some games. And but, that is also a reason why I felt. Brady thought it was time to go. Because when he isn't there, it's not like, oh, he's the reason they're winning. So now this legacy thing starts to play a part yeah. because now people start to guess, well, hey, when you ain't there, Belichick still gets it done. Belichick had two rings before you was even drafted. Mm -hmm. Belichick was always a good coach. He's always this defensive mind. He never had a really dominant defensive coach. He always schemed these stuff up himself. And a lot of your Super Bowls was one-off defense. So they trying to figure out, like, hmm, maybe Tom Brady isn't as great as he seems. And maybe it's just the system or the coaching staff or the organization. So now this is Tom Brady year to go out and prove what is going yeah. on. And, and, and that's the thing. You know, the beautiful thing about sports and life in general is that a lot of times people think you're at the top of the mountain. But the greats always find a way to constantly challenge themselves. So Tom Brady would have lost nothing by saying, I'm staying with the Pats. I love this organization and everybody believes he does. Um, and I'm going to retire a pot. He would have lost nothing by doing that. Nothing. Right? The greats always challenge themselves. And... This move to Tampa, in my opinion, very calculated move. He knew what he was doing. The Super Bowl will be in Tampa. He is going for a move in which he thinks, like you said before, although many people already consider him the GOAT, this is a chance for him to separate system from player because you still have some people who still believe he's a system player. Now I'm separating myself from the system and I'm taking on a new challenge. And I'm going to go win a Super Bowl in Tampa. And whether he does it or not, that remains to be seen. But you don't, to me, he don't even have to win a championship. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers haven't been to the, to the playoffs. In a while. Since, must see, 2007. In a while. If Tom Brady even could get this team to the playoffs, I don't care what people say. The only new factor this year is Tom Brady. Yeah. You still had Ian, like, oh, they get Tom Brady and then they add Mike Evans and they add Howard and they add the running back and all this stuff. These guys were already there 
last season and they couldn't make the playoffs. Jameis Winston was there for his first four or five years of his career, couldn't make the playoffs. Whoever was there before James Winston, couldn't please. make the playoffs. My thing is, all Tom Brady got to do, even if they scrap into the wild card, if Tom Brady could get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the playoffs, undeniable. I mean, it's already facts that he's the GOAT, even if he's the system GOAT. Too bad he win the championships. But this will be, undoubtedly, you'll have to say, okay, them two is tied. Because if Belichick could get the Patriots to 10 wins, and Tom Brady could get the Buccaneers to 10 wins, man, big man, is just, listen, that's like a shock in Kobe. It is what it is. They was great together, and they still was great apart. That's yeah, just what it and is. I think that's what it is. That's what it comes down to. I think he wants to be able to separate himself, similar to when Shock and Kobe separated themselves. And it was like, okay, I can't win without the other. That's what the people on the outside saying. Guess what? I could prove them differently. And I believe from both sides, this been supposed to happen. I believe even if you look back a few years ago, when they had that little dispute over um, Belichick not, not even wanting to let go of Garoppolo, Right? How Brady how Brady felt in the aftermath of that. I felt that that was the time. Well, that was last year. Well, the year before. That was the time to let it go. Because, number one, San Francisco is Brady's ideal team. That's his dream, childhood team. And then you would keep Garoppolo. And I feel both sides would have worked out good because San Francisco's probably still would have been in the Super Bowl yeah. because Garoppolo ain't really do nothing special but game manage. And at this point... In, in Tom Brady's career, that's all he can give you. And then they could have gone ahead, re-signed Garoppolo, not for no friggin' 27 million, but I know the Patriots would have come to a deal, make him like a nice 20, 20 mil offer. You ain't gonna turn it down, because, big man, at that time, you ain't really had no choice. Yeah. So, that, that was the point that I felt, that maybe it should have happened, but... It's still a legacy. It's always a behind the scenes. It's loyalty. It's That's the fact that Kraft look at Brady as a son. He, he loved Brady. It'd be almost disrespectful to just trade Tom Brady in the middle of the season, especially that was the year we came off a Super Bowl yeah. win. So it'd have been pretty too much haze would have been around the the the, the Patriots organization on why how. How did you come to this? Or oh, the man just won you a Super Bowl and you still got rid of him and it looked so... The media would have... Even if it wasn't that type of situation and Brady wanted to go to San Francisco, the media would have still twist and turn that and make it feel like a hateful situation. It definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, and it is what it is. It's, it's, a, but where there's smoke, there's fire. It's and, best that he walked away. Yeah. And, you know, the smoke, like we say, it's been brewing for a little while. You know, even with the, the contract situation, them not wanting them... To extend them past a certain amount of years, you know, um, you could see that eventually this is gonna blow over, and not really blow over, but it's gonna be a situation where okay, what do I mean to this franchise? And also on the flip side, what do I mean in the in in the grand scheme of things? And like we say, we believe Brady is the goat. Many people have, have already given him that title. And it's still a part of him, like I say, challenging himself. And that's what you want the greats to do. You want them to continuously challenge themselves. And him saying, you know what? For this last go-round, Belichick, I don't need you. Patriot system, I don't need you. I'll go find my own. And I'm sure both of them are going to be happy for the challenge. Now, from the Buccaneer side, I think it's definitely uh, a good pickup. Definitely, I mean, if if you want to look, you you could look at numbers, and numbers would tell you that. Um, I think Brady and and Winston sort of sort of like around the same QBR last year, whatever the case may be. That don't that don't even matter, right? But I I like the it's not only numbers. You got to look at context as well, and 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 let's look at and. If you want to context, I listened to some of ESPN today, and, and and to me that 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 explained it beautifully to me. Last year, the Tampa Bay, we know they have a great defense. Last year, they lost about seven games by one possession. Seven games by one possession. 
in those seven games they lost. We know Jameis Winston is part of the 30 for 30 club. He's the he's the founder of the 30 for 30 30 club. And those seven games, Jameis Winston threw 18 interceptions. Just by having a quarterback who could hold on to the ball, you already improve. Just by having someone who could hold on to the ball. Now, Jameis Winston is a dynamic passer, but his turnovers cause way more of a headache than some of the plays that he actually makes. So, with Brady there, a much better game margin in closing seconds, a much better game margin in the fourth quarter in general. Tampa Bay got a short in the NFC. To me, they got they got a short. Um, I'm not going to get them. They're not the favorites to me, obviously. But, again, Tom Brady in the playoffs, like you said, with those weapons, with a guy like Mike Evans, with those weapons on that field, with that defense, you know, that that should be an interesting team next season. Yeah, like I tell people, and I've been telling y'all shines for my match all, and we started this. Everybody have a championship window. So I don't care what people run around with, oh Tom Brady too old, why did the Buccaneers do this? Why did... listen, number one, Mike Evans them done wasn't happy there. Fellas them was done ready to explode that team anyway next season. Especially if you brought Winston back. Yeah, he's a good locker room guy, but at the end of the day on the field, we tired of that crap, big man. I tired every time we get a defensive stop, I got to run right back on the field because we're throwing an <laughs> interception. People get upset with that. Like, literally. Ain't no one, ain't no one gonna like that. Ain't nobody beyond that run. Ain't no, no one gonna like that. So, when you get a different bread of fresh air and this type of bread, this ain't even a bread of fresh air. This is a bread of friggin' uh, uh, heaven so where you could get the greatest of all time on your team for basically a two to three year run at it. You can't ask for nothing like that. People saying, oh, they should have gone for a younger quarterback. Look at Cam Newton. Look at this. Doesn't matter. It's no, look at Jacksonville. I always just come back to the same reference. When we first start, everybody is hype. Oh, Jacksonville is going to dethrone the Patriots. The Jacksonville Jaguars is going to be this and be that in the next. You have a window. When these fellas start talking about they want max contracts and big salaries, more than likely you have to give it to them. But then when that salary cap start kicking your hip, you're going to have to start getting rid of them. Now look at that same defense that they built up in a two-year span. You had to get rid of your best defensive lineman, your best linebacker, and your best cornerback. And then yesterday you just traded your, your quarterback, who you had to come and sign to try and save you. That team explode in a matter of... 12 months. So, my thing is, the Buccaneers had to try and make this big splash before this team explodes. Because Mike Evans can soon look for a next contract. I mean, but you playing with James Winston. OJ, OJ Howard can soon look for the next contract. So, you got to start saying now, listen, I got about two years of Mike Evans left or three years of Mike Evans made left before he won't be the highest paid 20 million, 22 million a year type quarterback. You all you saying is, but listen, bring Brady in here. He got two years he could give me. Good. Let's see how hard we can hit it. First of all, rule number one, key number one, the man putting butts in seats. That's always number one before yeah, he, everybody he, he, even come with all this old championship aspirations, blah, blah, blah. The he, Buccaneers he, had one of the worst attendants. The Dolphins had a higher attendance than the Buccaneers last year. And they're in the same state. So that means people rather drive down to Miami just because of the South Beach aura than to come up to Tampa Bay. So the fact that you get Tom Brady now, Tom Brady is now going to put butts in seats. Tom Brady is now going to bring the media. Tom Brady is now going to bring the the people going to buy Tom Brady jerseys from the Buccaneers. How much people do you know have a Winston jersey? James Winston probably leave his jersey because he's saying, but I ain't going to need this way again. So, How much people have a Jameis Winston jersey? Someone said they make Winston fix the eyes just so you could see Tom exactly. Brady stuff. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know Tom, what Tom Brady uh, bringing That's lightweight. So, real. the fact that you got Tom Brady at this point in time, and you have that team, you have a good offensive line, a good defensive line, a good defense on the whole, and then you have a top five, top seven wide receiver. Along with a next wide receiver who's young, 
doing work over there. And then you got two running backs who could rotate in and out. So Brady is the king of play action. Always was, always yeah, will strong. be. That, that play action is being nasty. Like. So it's like, and then you have a, a, a coach who can tell him, just fling it. Yeah. So it's like, I, 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 I feel like his interceptions but, can go up because uh the scheme and they can tell him, throw it more. But, but his touchdowns, his touchdowns get exploded. Do you think, do you think, the uh, Bruce Arians will adjust his offense to Brady or vice versa because you know he's a dude who like to, he likes be, to push the football up. It could be a little bit of both because Bruce Arians can tell him, "Listen, this your way. The, you on your way out. You might as well go with a bang. He ain't made no sense coming here being a little softy soft, trying to this that and the next. But at the same time, Tom Brady can realize, okay, I in the game. So when Bruce Arians say, "Oh, go there and just fling this deep ball." But Tom Brady have the smarts to know that when he go to that line and he see a cover tree zone to the top, oh, I didn't see this for the past 20 years. Okay, audible. Hey, big man, give me one quick slant. Simple. So it's not that Tom Brady has that now. He's earned that right to where he can make play calls on his own. Yeah. So yeah, Bruce Arian might say gun and run and gun and fling it, fling it, fling it. But at the end of the day, Tom Brady is still smart enough to go to the line and say, hey, I can audible this. Give me a little flare. Give me a little quick slant. He, he can give him the freedom. Give a little dump off. Which so, is the most important. Like I say, I expect him to still launch it when he wants because now you get a 6-5. You, Tom Brady ain't had a wide receiver like this since 2007 with Randy Moss. And Randy Moss was out his prime. Randy Moss was on the backside of his yeah, career. And Tom Brady was breaking records with him. Now you give this man a 6-5 prime. Mike Evans? Who was making fellas like Jameis Winston look good and he half blind? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I just hope they could build some chemistry immediately. And fight. And also, also, oh, we forget this part. Antonio Brown won't come down there now. We are, we aren't talks about it. We aren't so talks my about thing it. is if Antonio if, if, Brown could get his head together and get right, he, and you could put him in that slot he needs Jesus. with your two. Big wide receivers on the outside and your big tight end with a line. Okay. I looking. I I. I Antonio listen, Brown needs a lot of help before he get back. I can't play big game next season. I probably I probably could try to go to one. Um, I, I gain a one. I probably could try to go to one. Not right there. So you gotta catch one. I gain. Um, I but gain. yeah, I I heard the Antonio Brown stuff. I mean, listen, but if they could do that, then that's a dynamic core right there. I mean, but <sighs> he got so much work to do to get here together. At the end of the day. I do think they have enough in the tank to to make a run in the NFC. Like I say, they they had a good team last year, but but you you had Jameis showed them just throwing away so much ball. And Jameis. if they could just get someone, Jameis had fun though. He had fun. One thing I can say about him, he's a fun. I, I watch a couple of them games because like sometimes ESPN is just throw stuff at you, right? And some games you'd see, oh, Jameis Winston. First half, he has three touchdowns and 300 hey, yards. I'd be like, hold on now. He is Let me go find back. this game. But he'll, he'll torch that first half right up. Second half, he come. 67 yards, three interceptions. Wait, I was like, boy. I can't. This, why y'all make me come to this game? <laughs> I was watching a good game, minding my business. Y'all give me this big notification. Now I come here. This money and do crap, but throw interceptions Wait, since I reach. Some games, he's throw five interceptions the first half, come back and sling three touchdowns. He's out fun in that offense, but that's just, what I I, I like that for him. Up and back and throwing game. But it's just they they, they 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 had to do better and they got better. And then at the end of the day, like you say, Ian, no one won play for a quarterback who constantly just turn over. Yeah, that turnover, that's that's the, that's that's too deflating. That's the quickest way to get out the NFL. That's too deflating. If you can turn over that ball, that's why you see game managers. I don't care what people say. Fellas will work with a game manager and develop any you day. into something. Any day. Before. That's how Brady gets to be Brady. Yeah. Game manager will develop you into something. Yeah. Peyton Manning, game manager will do. Anytime you see gunslingers, no disrespect, but fellas like Vince Young, fellas like like um um David Garrard, fellas them who want drop back and sling, sling, sling. Pretty big man, you ain't, you ain't have a long. I saw one, only one. One gunsling I could give props to and say he's, he lasts long in the NFL league that I have known since uh, uh, probably 2000, whatever, and that's Brad Favre. And even at the end of his career, they he, get tired he, of him and they had to run him over. Even he used to was, was a high turnover dude, but he, he was more efficient. 
So to be a gunslinger, you got to be a, a fishing with the with the bars that you make. Even Ben Roethlisberger now had to pull it back because yeah. he was getting in that gunslinger range, just tossing, tossing, tossing. And ain't nobody on that run, but yeah, your you, defense, your defense can get mad, your defense can get tired, your defense can get bang up. If 60 minutes in a game and they're on the field for 40 of them. Yeah, you're just giving away points. They depend on you to bring them back in the game and you're just giving away points. So, you know... We'll see how that goes for 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 Brady. I'm excited for next NFL season. Big shakeups, big shakeups. I'm excited. Um, both conferences just got a major change up. So, you know, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. This this should be a a, a good season coming up, and 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 a pretty nice distraction, you know, from all other stuff that that we got going on. So, um, yeah, man. Any any other uh, shoutouts before we um, before we head up? Shout out uh, all our listeners and viewers. I saw MC on earlier. Shout out MC. Shout out um, Amajal. I saw Amajal on earlier. Thanks for the support. Um, shout out the whole solid crew, solid pods, this whole solid network. Um, yeah, so. From Studio Underground, I guess we'll see you guys next week once we have sports to, to to report because everything is shut down. But NFL should still be giving us some report. Um, hopefully we could get some updates. Um, all this quarantine and stuff now they say in fourteen days, big man, fourteen days up next week. And I I get Nancy now. I I done been this the third season I in in my NBA two K. I run and out a game to play. Wait a second. And I run and out a friggin uh uh uh. uh uh, modern games to play, so I need more games now. Nah, they need to make a new two K update or something. And Netflix ain't really my thing. I, uh-huh. I I I don't know. Y'all got to get the sports back into it. I realize how much my life really depends on sports. Yeah, but even locally, they shut down government league. They shut down basketball league. They shut down really flag cool. football. I realize now that I I I, got I get football. no life. We <laughs> talk. I gotta watch all ESPN I, videos. I get no life outside watch of sports. All ESPN videos, all flicking NBA highlights. I like, bro, like ain't nothing new coming on. Yeah, so. Like this serious. But um, you know, the NBA been talking about trying to get one little, maybe maybe tournament mid season type vibe. Maybe uh, whenever they return to try speeding up the playoffs, we'll see what happens. I can only hold on to the news that they giving us. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day. You know, we just got to wait and see. You know, we still here to bring you whatever we got. Whatever we got, we coming to bring you it. You know, want to give a big shout-out before we leave just to our sponsors again. You know, Epic Styles. You know, we want to give a bigger shout-out to Epic Styles, you know, for all your natural hair needs. The natural easters, everybody on that natural hair journey, telling you, follow Epic Styles on Instagram. Epic, E-P-I-C-S-T-Y-L-E-Z-242. Follow them on Instagram. You'll see a bunch of stuff in their catalog, and they ain't get disappointed. I telling you that now. And also, even if you just look into, uh, even if you check out the, the catalog and you see something that you like, you could book an appointment straight up. Call the number eight one zero four zero zero one. So Epic Stars, check them out. You know, big shout out to them doing big things in the two four two. Yeah, and before we leave, you know, we got to shout out the Bazaar and Co. Attorneys at Law. You know, you could hit them up at three two six zero one two six or three two six zero one two seven. Shout out the attorneys at law. Like I say, if you need those checks, check them. All right? But until next week, we checking out. Kick it in the city when we in around town. Next door neighbors telling us that it's too loud now.